If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Petaluma police are warning citizens to be aware of a scam caller impersonating police. Several residents reported they received a call from someone claiming to be a representative from the Petaluma Police Department. The Petaluma police does not call community members just so you know, seeking payment for outstanding traffic citations or warrants or anything like that. So this includes claims of unpaid federal or state taxes. They just don't do that. So if you're a resident of the Petaluma area and you're a victim of these scammers with financial loss, you are encouraged to file a report by calling the Petaluma police police department's non-emergency line at 707-778-4372. And if you need that number, we'll post it on our socials. I know what you're probably thinking. Not a lot of people are going to be traveling during 4th of July weekend because of gas prices, right? Well, that's wrong. AAA says a 4th of July weekend could break travel records with 42 million Americans traveling 50 miles or more. That is a lot of us. And according to travel experts, tomorrow and Friday are the worst days of travel. If you do travel on those days and you don't want to double your time in the car, travel earlier in the day, like 5 in the morning. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning while you do it. Traffic congestion should be lower on Sunday and Monday. The devil went down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul to steal. He was so law enforcement officials are going to increase patrol near country legend Charlie Daniels' grave site after it was reportedly vandalized over the weekend. So the Charlie Daniels band team took to social media, more specifically Twitter, to announce that an unnamed individual stole from the grave site and also glued a spouse's military ID to the marble of Charlie Daniels' marker. Uh, so if you didn't know, Charlie's bear Buried at a cemetery near his former home in Mount Juliet, Tennessee. Catching the catching the with these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. So here's a weird question for you. Uh, when is the last time you wrote something down like with a pen or a pencil? Uh, would you believe that some of us almost never do it? I would because I never use pen and paper unless I absolutely have to. So a new poll found that 3% of us haven't written anything down in over a year. Really? Yeah, over a year, which is crazy to me because, I mean, I know you have an iPad, so you take notes with your iPad or your laptop, but I write physical notes. Which blows my mind because, honestly, my handwriting is so bad now because I never write anything down. And so, like, the thought of having an actual physical notebook and stuff like that seems very strange to me. I just don't trust technology. And if it's notes for something that I really, really need in the future, I want to have that physical copy of it, like, in my drawer or somewhere safe and not out there in the World Wide Web. That's so interesting because I view it the opposite way. I view it like... I trust my technology to back it up to the cloud and stuff like that. I don't trust myself to keep a notebook around because uh, I, w- whenever I had a physical notebook, I'd fill out like six pages and then lose the dang thing. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, okay, maybe this is the age gap between us coming out a little bit because, I mean, we didn't have like, did you have like laptops and computers at school? No. Because we, we, we didn't. We had like a computer room. But we didn't have them in class with us ever. Uh, okay, because I see people now, like kids in high school, having like laptops and computers in class. I'm like, what is going on? Right. Uh, so taking physical notes for me was just part of it. And it's I can remember things easier that way. 
I don't know if it's just like the muscle memory of it all. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it absolutely does. Like writing something does help your muscle memory, but like it's all about how you learn to take notes and stuff like that. So I guess it's different and it's just going to show that maybe handwriting is starting to leave our society for future generations. Oh my gosh, that'd be so weird. <laughs> I hope not. Well, we did take a poll on our Instagram at Amber and Tanner in the morning and 37% of people say they still use pens and pencils and take physical notes on a daily basis. The only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Cause it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines. One of them is real. Can Amber identify which one? By the way, Amber, it is so great to have you back. Yeah, thanks for having me back. (laughs) I'm glad that I could uh, come back in the studio this morning. It felt a little weird, but uh, I'm here. Yeah, you had a negative test this morning. I did. I that yeah. I'm yeah. Let's just give that. Let's give it for the negative test. Let's just give myself a hand for (laughs) that. Yeah, you deserve it. Negative, but I'm ready to play headline (laughs) in a haystack. I still have COVID brain, but let's do it. Uh, Amber has guessed the headline in a haystack 26 times this year. I have fooled her 28 times this year. Here's headline number one. Man disrupts beauty store, claims lotion is the, quote, devil. (laughs) Here's headline number two. Mullet day recognized as an official holiday. I'm pretty excited about that one because I rock a mullet. And here's headline number three. A drunk guy stole a cop car, then responded to a call. Oh, Oh, man. Those are your three headlines. Which one do you think is real? Uh, the drunk guy. Try stole a comp car? Yeah, sorry. Well, the COVID brain ended up working out for you because that was the headline in a haystack. I'm pretty sure I was pretty sure you made up mullet day. Yeah. <laughs> I was the, like, <laughs> the beauty store was funny. Yeah. But that sounds like it came from Tanner Brain too. Yeah. Well, the mullet day, I was like, well, I haven't talked about my mullet in 10 minutes. Oh, I gotta talk you about gotta it. You gotta do it. <laughs> so yeah, you got the headline in a haystack. A 33-year-old drunk guy stole a comp car in Colorado the other night, then responded to a domestic violence call that went out over the radio. So he was the first on the scene, but sped off when the real cops got there. He eventually crashed after a high-speed chase, and he got arrested because he was going 101 miles an hour. You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the Morning on Froggy 92.9. So what is your favorite 4th of July memory? 4th of July is coming up on Monday. I can't believe... Can you believe that? (laughs) It's quick. (laughs) This year is just zooming on by. I don't even know what year it is. All right, so Parker McCollum. What is that say about me? I could do he told us that his favorite Fourth of July memory as a kid uh, was this, but it could have gotten him arrested or maimed. Just a heads up. My favorite Fourth of July memories growing up, actually kind of dangerous now that I think about it, but we used to have firework wars where we'd shoot like Roman candles and <laughs> bottle. Rock. We'd always go to my grandma's house, pop fireworks, and we'd end up shooting them at each other and. You know, having wars, no eye protection, no nothing, just shooting bottle rockets at each other's faces. It was so fun. Some of the best days of my life. 
<laughs> you can't do that anymore. Yeah, you, you can shouldn't. get in a lot of trouble for that. Yeah, we're not condoning what Parker McCollum <laughs> yeah. did, but it's just fun to bring up, you know, your favorite Fourth of July memories, especially as a kid. Uh, so, Tanner, is there one you'd like to share with us? Every single day on every or every single year on Fourth of July, every my single fa- day. every single day on the Fourth of July. Uh, you wish. I, I do wish. It is my favorite holiday. Uh, every single Fourth of July, the first thing we do is go to Old Navy in the mall, and we'd get the Fourth of July T-shirts as a family. Oh yeah, it's a staple. Yeah, that would say like 2003, 2004, and we'd get a new one every single year. You got a new one every year? Yeah, and I stopped when I was probably like 13, 14, or something like that. But I want to bring that tradition back. I had, I just had the one. Yeah, I, I wore it like once a week at school, <laughs> even when it wasn't Fourth of July, because you know America. Yeah. Um, Plus, my family loved Old Navy. Yeah, who doesn't? (laughs) That's a real question. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, So I want to share my favorite Fourth of July memory. It's really sweet. Uh, When I was a kid, I I think maybe I was like five or six, I got to spend a whole week at my cousin's. It was in Carrollton, Georgia, which was like three or four hours away from my hometown. And my cousin Lee, who's about 10 years older than me, uh, she took me to the Wendy's parking lot, which is where she worked at the time. (laughs) to watch fireworks from the Wendy's parking lot. And for some reason, I just have this big, happy memory associated with it. And I I remember the fireworks. Now, does Wendy's have a special place in your heart forever now? Yeah, and the number six is delicious. (laughs) Of course. Because I go get one today. (laughs) With Amber and Tanner. Good morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. So good thing that Kim Kardashian is a lawyer now because apparently she's being sued again. Kim Kardashian is being sued for trademark infringement over her new brand's SKKN skin or skin by Kim. Um, she's being sued by this company out of Brooklyn called Beauty Concepts, which claims it owns the right to SKKN Plus and says that Kim's use of the moniker on her beauty products is confusing to customers. Now, Kim does own Skim, which is SKKM, Skim by Kim, which is like a clothing line and lingerie line. Uh, so I could see why she wants to use that moniker, but her legal team is saying that this trademark infringement lawsuit is nothing more than a shakedown effort. Um, So in the legal documents, which you'll have to look up online, they're rather lengthy, uh, Beauty Concept says it reached out to Kim's team after she filed papers trying to lock up the rights to SKKN, um, informing her that they already held the trademark for it and asked Kim not to use that branding. Now the company claims Kim's team ignored the request and pushed forward, releasing the line anyway. So Beauty Concepts owner, her name is Cindy Lunsford. She claims she's operated salons under the SKKN Plus brand name since 2018. Now, Kim's attorney, Michael Rhodes, he's pushing back. He said this lawsuit is not what it seems. And apparently Kim's team has tried to work with Beauty Concepts to figure something out. But he pointed out that running a small esthetician business in Brooklyn does not give it the right to shut down a global skincare line. But I I disagree. If she's been operating... And has the trademark since 2018, she should be allowed to use it. Uh, so, again, those docs, they're a lot to process if you want to look them up online. But we're just going to have to wait and see what happens with this. So do you think Kim Kardashian really stole this concept from another beauty company? Or do you think this other company is just trying to get a payday and some publicity? 
Got something to say? Call me You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. You, you, you pretty good at trivia? Is this a question? Once you stop testing yourself, you get slow. Answer my question or you'll be standing tall before the man. 10% of people have broken up with someone because of this. What is it? Here's a clue. Has nothing to do with cheating. Clue number two, something they do on a regular basis. Final clue, it is audible. What is it? Elena from Katati, what is your guess for today's mind bender? Oh, is it snoring? That's, That's correct! <laughs> Congratulations, you have won tickets to the Green Music Center's 4th of July Fireworks Spectacular. Love it. Tickets on sale now, gmc.sonoma.edu. But you're going, thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner, I'll do 92.9. I know six big shift dark blue. I'm back! hey Tested negative for COVID-19 this morning. It is so great to have you back. I was seriously going insane with nobody in the studio. Really? Yeah. <laughs> A little bit. I, fi- I figured you'd probably like that you got a break from me for a little bit. But <laughs> I, I did for like the first day. Then I was like, dang, I miss Amber. <laughs> well, thank you for covering for me. I know you've done that a lot lately because my life's been pretty crazy. You know, I had to go back to Georgia. My mom's in the hospital and then uh, went to country summer, got COVID-19. <laughs> and I just thank you. I appreciate you so much. Um, I, I also just want to give a quick shout out uh, to my fans. Not the people that listen to the show, to my literal fans in my bedroom, <laughs> because those things were on nonstop for a week and a half. I did not turn them off, and they were by my side through this whole thing. Would you and say they're your fans that you had in your home were your best friends during the pan- pandemic yeah. and while you had COVID? Yes, because I was quarantining in the room for five days straight, and my fiance and my dog were outside in the living room it's separating mm-hmm. so it was just me and the fans in my tv and my phone <laughs> in in this little tiny room in the dark for like five days straight and i finally came out of the room like on friday and i was like oh what is happening <laughs> i'm a human being again uh, okay negative 1000 out of 10 do not recommend getting covid it sounds like based off what we were texting back and forth to each other you caught like it really bad compared to other people who don't show as many symptoms. Exactly. And you think you're going to be that person that doesn't get all the symptoms. And I thought I was like, I'm going to be good. But I woke up on Monday and I was like, I'm dying. Yeah. This I, it's going to kill me. Well, you called me and you were like, Tanner, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to do the show today. I was like, it sounds like you're not going to be able to do the show today. <laughs> and then our boss, Jim, called me on like day three. He's like, you think you could like come track some? And I was like, Jim, I can't even talk. <laughs> Today's country, Foggy 92.9. It's Amber. <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Alyssa. So Alyssa sometimes has night terrors, but Barry Martindale's going to say that she's been having ones that are out of the norm. Let's dive in. Hello? Hi, is this Alyssa? 
Yeah, who's this? This is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I'm calling about your apartment in Katati. Uh, how can I help? I have received a complaint from one of your neighbors that made me aware of your night terrors and that you've been screaming in your sleep. Uh from one of my neighbors. Do you suffer from night terrors? Yeah, I do, but what does it have to do with one of my neighbors? Well, the neighbor is very concerned about the things you are saying in your sleep. I have some examples in front of me. Uh, On the 23rd of last month, you yelled, uh, get away from me, you clowns. Another incident on the 15th says, uh, I'm going out to the bayou. And uh, the strangest one uh, that my client informed me about is that you have been yodeling in your sleep. I don't even know how to yodel. I don't like yodeling. That's really curious. Well, apparently when you're asleep, you love yodeling. I'm sorry, sir. What can I do for you? What can I do for you? This is what we're going to do. So we are very concerned about your night terror specifically for my clients so we're gonna have to ask you to conduct a sleep study and while you are conducting that sleep study we're gonna move all your stuff out of your apartment because you can't live there anymore whoa, 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 whoa wait a minute whoa you're gonna conduct a sleep study on me and you're asking me to move out of my apartment just to a different unit no 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 I'm not going anywhere. Since your clients are concerned about me and my night terrors and what I say, then they need to move. I will be staying right here. Thank you. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. (gasps) You are kidding me. Oh, my God. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. I have a confession. If you have a birthday or a special date in your life, I'm not going to remember it. I'm not. And I feel horrible saying this, but I can't remember anybody's birthday, no matter how close you are to me. For you just write it down. Set a reminder. I try my best to, but I always remember at the last second. I got a call from my girlfriend last week, and she goes, did you call your mom? I said, why would I call my mom? What's up? She goes, Tanner, it's your mom's birthday today. You forgot your mom's birthday? Dude, I forgot my mom's birthday. It's like the time you forgot your sister's birthday. <laughs> it's like a couple months ago. Or my brother's birthday. Or <laughs> my girlfriend's birthday. Remember, I didn't remember before. It was like the day before. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's my girlfriend's birthday tomorrow. You asked me in all of Sonoma County, what should I get my girlfriend for her birthday? I was like, when is it? It's tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, I know Amazon Amazon shipping is fast, but it is not that fast. And it wasn't. I was like, you know, it's in the mail. It's delayed a little bit. That's what I say every time. I'm like, it's in the mail. It's just delayed a little bit. I don't know what's like going me. on with Amazon. Uh, but my girlfriend reminds me a lot, and that's how I remember birthdays. But when it's her birthday, I'm going to forget next year. I'll I'll help you remember Cammie's birthday, <laughs> I guess. You. I mean, or you can just write it down or put a reminder in your phone or something. Is that what you... Because I do have reminders in my phones, but for some reason, I don't even remember with that. <sighs> you know, it's I it's, it, it's tough. There's some birthdays that I forget for some reason. I like always forget my grandparents' birthdays. And I really have to remember and set reminders. Like, I know, like, Cole's birthday's coming up. My mom's birthday's coming up. My dad's birthday's coming up. I'm like, okay, I got that date in my head. But my yeah. grandparents, they're just, they're the outliers for some reason. They they mean just as much as everyone else. Right. But I, I get where you're coming from. So I go in my phone and I set a reminder the day before my grandma's birthday. So it's there. So it's in the front of my memory. I don't do any of that. I get an alert that says, Facebook says that it's your mom's birthday today and that's like the only way I have a chance so maybe I just I gotta write it down 
I got to make it more of a priority because it is people's special day and I got to make sure it's special. I don't want to be that guy that for the rest of my life is like, oh, I forgot your birthday. Whoops. I mean, you're 25, so <laughs> it's like a quarter of your life you've already done it. Why <laughs> <Yeah>, change? <laughs> Getting some comments on our Facebook page, like Tammy from Santa Rosa. And she said, do you want to remember them? Maybe that's why you're forgetting them. Ooh, Tammy coming in with the roast. Uh, Connie from Petaluma says iPhone calendar allows to repeat yearly along with a reminder one or two days or one week in advance. It helps tremendously. I like that because that's what I do. Yeah. And Abel from Bennett Valley said be Facebook friends. Yeah. <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning. Do you know anyone that gave like a really bad toast or speech at a wedding? So I got this voice memo from my friend who's getting married in a couple of weeks. And I wish I had I wish I had saved the voice memo, but it was like in the heat of my COVID fever dream. And the voice memo was like, hey, we really need to go over wedding ceremony stuff since you're, you know, uh, doing the ceremony, you're officiating. Uh, but, you know, when you're over the Rona. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, you're laying there. You're like, all I can drink right now is Gatorade. Seriously. Yeah. I was like, can we? Can this wait? I know she said when we're over the Rona, but right. all I could all I could send back was a thumbs up because I literally had like a one hundred point one fever. It was like dying in my bed. But the full wedding of sweat. is coming up. But the wedding, <laughs> <laughs> the wedding is coming up soon though, right? It is in a couple of weeks. So I am hoping that I don't like botch the ceremony. I don't think I will, considering. I talk on the radio every day, but you guys hear me botch stuff quite a bit. (laughs) (laughs) This is one thing I don't want to mess up. Well, I think you're going to be just great and you're going to be just fine. Uh, You could always be like my girlfriend's dad who officiates weddings and he always forgets to tell people to sit down. I like every wedding he's an officiant at. Yeah. And they have to stand up through the whole time. And I I think you're going to be just fine. Just talk it over because it's your first time doing this, right? Yes, it is my very first time I was like specifically asked to do this um, by my friends, which is like a great honor. Uh, but they did. Re- I, the one thing they have requested is no phones. So that is something I'm going to have to remember. I think I'm just going to get it tattooed on my arm. No phones. <laughs> you could. <laughs> you think it'll help? Um, so do you know anyone that's like botched either a ceremony or uh, a wedding or bad toast besides uh, Cammie's dad? Um, I have an uncle. His name's Uncle Donnie. He has daughter was getting married and he got a little too drunk <laughs> and he was just slurring through an entire speech oh, he no, was you like couldn't understand anything no i couldn't understand a word uncle donnie was saying i really couldn't so he just got through and at the end of it his daughter came up and said dad it's just time to sit down yeah let's get you a glass of water well we've got tia from runner park on the line uh tia who do you know that gave like a really bad wedding toast our best man at our wedding was drunk when he gave his speech well, he uh, was slurring and he couldn't stand up straight and um, I'm pretty sure he fell asleep standing up. A lot of people were like, oh my goodness, I hope this is, like the faces, you could tell it was like, I hope this goes quick and he doesn't fall over. And my husband had to tell him to like, hey, shorten the speech. He was like, oh my God, I love my best friend. He's been here forever with me and like going on. And it was just like slurred speech and just drool, like blah, 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 kind of sounding. Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9.
Casey from Cloverdale, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Sure am! This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Casey from Cloverdale, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Awesome. <laughs> Casey, you want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? Let's hear it. Um, yeah, we got it. Bring it, Mama. I'm a mama of four boys, so... And a fit camp coach in Cloverdale, so... Okay. I got it. Here we go. Uh, okay. I love Casey's energy. I love it. Mama of four boys, half a point bonus for you. <laughs> Here's question number one, Casey. Travis Barker was taken to the hospital by ambulance yesterday. Which Kardashian is Travis Barker married to? Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian is incorrect. Here's question number two. Carrie Underwood says that she loves dressing up in denim and cowboy boots on stage. Which Bay Area venue is Carrie Underwood performing at this fall? Uh, Shoreline? That is incorrect. Here's question number three. Yes. Another Ghostbusters movie is being developed. What year did the original movie come out? Was it A, 1991, B, 1984, or C, 1987? 84. Question number four. Luke Combs says that he is not a good golfer. How many albums has Luke Combs released? Uh, five. Five is incorrect. Eight. Here's question number five. One in eight Americans can't name our first president. Who was our first president? George Washington. That is correct. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Amber Casey from Cloverdale got two and a half out of five today. Oh, no. Well, Casey, you might be in luck. I still got COVID brain, but let's see how it goes. Hi, girl. Here we go. All right. Question number one. Travis Barker was taken to the hospital by ambulance yesterday. Which Kardashian is Travis Barker married to? Courtney. That is correct. Casey got that incorrect. Amber, you're up one to zero. Question number two. Carrie Underwood says that she loves dressing up in denim and cowboy boots on stage. Which Bay Area venue is Carrie Underwood performing at this fall? Oh, my gosh. I, uh, the Oakland Arena? That is incorrect. I can't I remember. The Chase Center. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, Casey also got that incorrect. Amber, you're still up one to zero. Here's question number three. Another Ghostbusters movie is being developed. What year did the original movie come out? Was it A, 1991, B, 1984, or C, 1987? Uh, oh, my gosh. It's either A or C, but I'm going to go with C. That is incorrect. Is it A? It is B, 1984. 84? 1984, yep. According to Google, at least. Oh. <laughs> Casey got that correct. The score is one to one. Here's question number four. Luke Combs says that he is not a good golfer whatsoever. How many albums has Luke Combs released? Two. That is incorrect. Okay, here's question number five. Uh, by the way, Casey from Cloverdale got that incorrect. The score is one to one. And it all comes down to this question to see if Amber's going to hold her crown in the Amber Showdown. Are you ready? Yes. Casey, are you ready? Yes. Yes, I am. The boys in the car, are you ready? Woo! Yes, they are. One in eight Americans can't name our first president. Who was our first president? George Washington. That is correct. And with that correct answer... Amber is the champion of the Amber Showdown. Casey from Cloverdale, so sorry. You gotta say the phrase. I am not smarter than Amber today. <laughs> but Casey, we're still sending you to the Shoreline Amphitheater on July 30th to see the chicks. Casey, you are going thanks to which morning show? Amber Standard. 
I don't stand up while we're on the radio very often, but I am right now because I am genuinely so excited and so happy that Amber is back, everybody. I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm doing better than I thought that I would. You sound great on the radio. <laughs> on the radio. <laughs> now, when, when we're I'm off. When we're off air, Amber's like... <coughs> <coughs> Yeah, I got some congestion still in the chest, but thank you for filling in for me. I know it was probably lonely here in the studio. Not only was it lonely in the studio, Amber is lonely at home too because my girlfriend is back in Washington right now. Aww. And we had a little bit of a COVID outbreak at work. And so it I finally was, happened. We, <laughs> I was like one of three people that didn't catch the Rona. And I don't know how I didn't catch it. I don't know if my antibodies <laughs> were just like, uh uh-uh, uh, not happening. I think the local PBS needs to do a documentary on you. <laughs> the like, man who somehow didn't, didn't catch COVID. You need to be in those studies that they're doing about people who have uh, somehow avoided covid because yeah. i don't know you were you were really just playing a boxing match like a dodging yeah it was crazy everybody was covid fighting <laughs> it is phenomenal that oh i didn't gosh. get it because you and i shared not just a normal beer but a long neck beer which those we germs did. yeah we did i even wait no country I remember, because i told you i was just like thank god none of us have covid <laughs> Dun, dun, dun! Little did she know that she did have COVID. But since I was alone, I was trying to figure out things to do because I was literally not talking to anybody. And I just took myself out to dinner. I went to Paradise Sushi. And uh, I was like, well, I guess this is what I'll do because I'm literally not hanging around anybody. You're like humming to yourself eating your sushi. (laughs) I love this California roll. (laughs) I don't know if that's what you order, but... Yeah. (laughs) How did you know? I don't know. I was spying on you. I really didn't have COVID. <laughs> You're like this whole time. It was it's just fake. a boy. Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9.